0: Hey, my friend. Thank you for being here. Thank you for taking the time to log in. And whether you're live on a Sunday evening for the Chit Show or you're watching the replay, the the concept is to invest your time, your resources into getting better, into deepening your inner peace and ideally or ultimately enjoying more of life. So I'm here for another episode of the Chit Show with <laughs> Queenie, my uh, my sidekick uh, that I I bribed again with uh, uh, with catnip this evening. So <laughs> just for her to be part of the part of the the show. So hopefully she's gonna she's gonna stick around for a while, but she's probably gonna go eat something at at some point. So. This evening we're going to talk about a subject that, for me, it took me a while to to understand it. That it's feeling alive. That's the the, the subject of this evening. Feeling alive is not just about, uh, you know, just being alive and being okay with that. Like uh, I wouldn't say complacent, but a little bit of passive in in being alive so just okay i'm alive i woke up this morning so that's enough it took me a while to figure out that i i could if i wanted to go much deeper than that and feel much more alive and so we'll cover today how how or what feeling alive really means and how to do that if that's something that resonates with you obviously so we're going to get into that in a couple of, of minutes. I got a couple of chats here. So hi, Ian and Queenie. Hello, Olivia. Thank you for being here. And hey, Ian and everyone else. Thank you, Davi, for logging in too. I really appreciate it. I know that uh, we have, uh, from the the statistics that I see on, the, on my YouTube account or YouTube channel, uh, we have people from all around the world, maybe not live, but definitely in the replays, we cover like every <laughs> at least every continent. So uh, i'm really uh, I'm really grateful for that that you take the time to invest in a little bit in what I say and when it resonates that you apply for it, you you apply it. And then uh, ideally, if you feel like, it, if you feel open and if you feel uh, connected that way, that you share your results with me or your questions or your comments. Anything uh, is welcome. This is an uh, I, ideally an ongoing conversation. So I really hope that you're, you feel open enough to either put your questions right now in the chat. That's how we can communicate while I'm live. And if uh, you're watching the replay, then drop a comment in the, in the, the, the comment section. And I will reply promptly. All right. So, as I was saying, this uh, this subject for this evening, the the idea of feeling alive for for a very long time. Well, I would say no. I, I'm not going to count the years before I started uh, on uh, engaging on my personal growth path. Uh, but even at the beginning, I thought that feeling alive was just about being, you know, like just, okay, I'm alive. That's great. That's 100. uh, Well, not 100%. But that's, that's what I, uh, that is the, the, the level of aliveness that I can, I can get. And I can play around with that. For me, it was more about doing, um, taking actions to stay alive, versus engaging in life to reach a level of feeling alive of aliveness to that, that I could, um, that I could manage and depending on how much I would get involved, uh, how much I would invest in my own life, then I could feel much more alive. And for me at at first it was kind of a weird concept because I was thinking, okay, well, aliveness was like, okay, if I eat well, and if I, I sleep well, Then uh, in the morning, I'm going to feel alive and (laughs) I can go on with my day. But uh, as uh, as I'll share a little bit uh, into the evening, there is a a uh, how could I say we can go much deeper into that concept and we can really get involved in developing and creating and nurturing that feeling of being alive. So I have a couple of uh, examples of how uh, like to explain that concept, to really get it. And then obviously there's always a, uh, uh, a, an invitation for you to go deeper with a very specific method or a few steps that you can take to go deeper and really bring that aliveness out of yourself. If obviously, if that resonates with you, if you're okay with the level of aliveness that you're going through that you're you're getting right now, then that's perfect. Continue to do exactly what you're doing and that's uh, you know, that's great. <laughs> if you feel like it, share the in the comments how you're doing that so we can all learn together because you know, I, I am a, a teacher on YouTube, but I'm definitely a, a student of life, everybody and anybody can be my teacher. And I love to hear from you. If you, if you agree with me, if you disagree with me, it's always, uh, the, the, the comments and uh, are always welcome and we can uh, get into a conversation that way. So, all right, let's get into the subject. Actually, let's go, let's start with a question. If you feel like uh, like uh, um, sharing and not not too deep, <laughs> always re- keep in mind that the comments and the chat section uh, are public. So, depending on what you you feel like sharing, if you feel like sharing something a little bit more personal, you can send me an email or a private message through uh, through this platform. So, I would like to ask you first to take take a few um, a few seconds or maybe a minute to ask yourself, how much, if you could quantify it, how much are you happy? How much do you feel not happy? That's the wrong word. (laughs) How much do you feel alive? Do you feel like really, really alive? Do you feel like, you know, on on the complete opposite, you're almost like you're really close to uh, not be alive? (laughs) Or do you feel like... uh, Uh, you know, maybe it's been a little while since you actually asked yourself that question. And now you're trying to get back in touch with yourself. And you're just like, you know, if you feel numb in a general way, then that's not super alive. You're surviving, but you're not thriving. So feeling alive is, uh, or thriving is part of feeling alive. So take a moment to, uh, to ask yourself, like, if I had to quantify it, let's say out of a hundred, what would be my my score of aliveness? Do I feel alive at eighty percent, at seventy percent, at fifty percent, at ninety percent? So, what would be uh, your score? Again, you don't have to to share it if you feel like it. Again, please do. Uh, but the the idea is to think of it as try to quantify it because, you know, feeling alive, it's basically an internal state as we'll see a little bit later. So it's, it's uh, very subjective and it's, it's not easily quantifiable. So to to put a number on it is quite elusive because obviously my, let's say 80% is different than yours. When I feel at 80% of aliveness, it's going to be a different sensation than your 80% and, you know, v- vice versa also that your 80% or your 90 or your 70 or your 50 is completely different than mine. So it's highly subjective, but it's always good to try to quantify it. So it gives us a, a perspective on the on our process. So if today you say I'm I'm, uh, I would give myself the score of the, the quant, uh, quantifying my result would be 50 out of 100. And then you start uh, applying some of the, the, uh, the principles or the concepts that we're going to cover this evening. And then uh, you can come back in a month, maybe watch the video again and then ask yourself the same question. How much <laughs> am I feeling alive right now, and if it's 70, if your score is 70 out of 100, then you know that you're heading in the right direction. The, the 50 or the 70 or uh, whatever score you come up with is not, is not the point. It's to understand that you start at one, uh, at one uh, point, And then the more you focus and the more you invest yourself in feeling more alive, then you can know in a in a week or in a, a month or in a year if uh, you're you're making progress or if you're kind of you know dabbling or missing the mark. So uh, let's see here. <clears throat> so Davi, seventy five percent. Given my actual personal circumstances, that's a great uh, uh, that's a great uh, uh, reminder, Davi, that it is. Uh, it is, uh, uh, how do we say, uh, circumstantial, I think. I think that's how we say it. But you can ask yourself that question right now, and then ask yourself the question like tomorrow morning, and maybe your results are going to be completely different because you got a great news or because you had a, a good night of sleep. So it is, Not only uh, subjective, highly subjective on a personal and individual note, but also circumstantial. I think that's the word. (laughs) Circumstantial, meaning that it can change from one minute to the next. So the the idea, again, as I was uh, sharing, as I just shared, is when you ask yourself that question on a regular basis, it's the progress, the 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 main um, the the main um, trajectory that your level of aliveness is going. It's the same with happiness. It's the same with uh, you know weight management. It's the same with uh, uh, financial uh, security or financial freedom. So it's always about not the the numbers by themselves. It's the trajectory. If you if you keep going up, up, up. Even if it's one point every week, let's say, <laughs> it's going to take like two, two years to get to 100. That's fine, as long as you keep going up, as long as you keep growing, as long as you keep learning. That's the, the main idea with, uh, with this concept. Uh, Olivia, think at uh, the moment, I'm pretty complacent, not struggling, but just meh. maybe 40%. That's a great insight. And I, again, I don't want. Uh, uh, I want to come back on the idea that the forty percent is not a reason to start uh, beating yourself up. It's not about like, oh, I, I'm not at seventy percent. I should feel more alive, or I should be happier, or I should be, you know, financially more secure, or whatever you're you're uh, you're gauging or you're measuring right now. The 40% is a number, a, a great starting number, because now you have the opportunity to gain 60 points or 60% more. So there's a lot of room for growth. There's a lot of pers- uh, uh, perspective uh, growth, no perspective. <laughs> anyway, there's a lot of room to to get better. It's always you know, it's much, uh, it's much easier to go from 40% to 41 to 42 to 45 than it is to go from 99 to 100. So even if it's only 1% for both, it's much easier, or I would maybe not easier, but much simpler that uh, you can go from 40 to 41. And then when you start to get that growth, then you just repeat the same the same ideas or the same process or the same actions on a regular basis and you're going to keep on growing and you have a lot of room to grow and it's the same thing the the 40% the 75% i myself when i do these uh these shows <laughs> probably at the 120% <laughs> that's my that's my passion that's my 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 ex, uh, spot. So, you know, I'm always uh, super enthusiastic about doing, uh, about sharing my, my insights and, you know, helping out uh, others and teaching. So maybe on 20, it's a little bit exaggerated, <laughs> but I'm definitely really high on the scale when the camera will turn off. Like, uh, davi was saying like because it's really circumstantial when the camera will turn off and i'll turn off my spotlights and that you know queenie will uh will go back in her corner then i'll probably drop a little bit you know because i'm gonna feel tired i'm gonna have like a a coarse uh, uh, um, uh, voice or throat so you know it's always changing but knowing that Let's say in my case, knowing that every time that I check in, if it is during a live moment like this, every time that I check in, I go up and up and up. Maybe not, uh, there might not be growth every single time, but at least if I keep going up on a regular basis, then I know that I'm growing. I know that I'm going deeper and I'm investing myself more. And ultimately, I'm getting, or consequentially, <laughs> I'm getting better results with my level of aliveness. So it's not, the numbers are definitely not to start, you know, uh, uh, discrediting yourself for being harsh on yourself. It's definitely to, to uh, there, there are um, uh, pointers, not pointers, like stepping stones or, you know, references reference points to go from one to the next to the next all right so let's deep uh, deep dip <laughs> deep dive into the subject of feeling alive or how to feel alive and the the overall message is that it's all about emotions what makes us feel alive it's emotions and any type of emotions are are uh, relevant to feel alive. We'll see a little bit later how to use our emotions or how to engage with our emotions to get the maximum level of aliveness. But remember that whatever you do when you, Uh, when you have an emotion, or I would say, let me flip that around, to feel alive, you need to have emotions. The more passive that you are, the more uh, the word that uh, Olivia used, complacent you are, then the less you're going to feel alive. And we'll see later, as I just said, all emotions are, are great. You can feel more alive by being angry you can feel more alive by being joyful. You can feel more alive by being sad. You can feel more alive by by being uh, uh, content. You know, by by it, by engaging fully in the present moment and saying, like, right now, everything is fine. Everything is great. Everything is okay. Everything is stable. I feel secured. I feel, uh, you know, uh, I feel okay, ready to, to enjoy the present moment. I'm not super happy. I'm not angry. I'm not sad. I'm not, you know, uh, enthusiastic or, you know, passionate or whatever. I'm, I'm okay. Everything is okay. That's a great, that's a great setup. That's a great moment. And I can feel deeply and highly alive in a moment like that, but we'll see later, a little bit later, how to do that? How to capitalize and fully benefit from any moments uh, that we can um, encounter through our emotions? All right, Deanne, Sorry, I'm late. Hello, Ian, Olivia, and Davi. Thank you for being uh, here, Deanne. Great, uh, always great to uh, uh, to know you're you're watching. Because <laughs> I was going to say always great to see you, but I don't see you, so. <laughs> All right, so to quickly re- recap for uh, Deanne and whoever just logged in, because I can see the the numbers uh, going up a little bit. So the the question, the, the 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 overall the the episode is about how to feel alive, and the question we started from is how much, if you could quantify it, how much do you feel alive what is your level of aliveness out of a 100 so let's say you know like uh, uh Davi and uh, Olivia worked with percentages so you know do you feel 40% alive do you feel 60% alive 80% alive 100 120 maybe not <laughs> but and with that reflection knowing that the number you come up with it's not a good or bad number it's, it's a reference point where you can say, okay, well, feeling 50% alive right now, there's 50 points or 50% percentage point that I can get to feel a livelier. I don't know if that's a word, but <laughs> to feel more alive. So it, it's always, it, those numbers are reference points and they mean nothing except what they mean to you. And I want to encourage you to, Um, embrace the idea to have them to to notice them or to to refer to them as reference points only and to know to to notice the tendency if for specific circumstances your score lowers or your score goes up then you know exactly what to do and what to avoid accordingly all right so let's jump in it and to to understand a little bit better what is feeling alive what is the that aliveness that i'm talking about there's a really good reference that comes from uh, joseph campbell he's uh he's a a a writer and i think he's a psychologist or something like that but uh he's he's the one who developed the concept of the hero journey so in every story whether it's a, a story for kids or a novel, or a movie or even your own life (coughs) there's always that hero's journey and the hero journey is that the the hero start with everything is great the hero is smiling the world around the 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 hero is as i said uh, as i noticed a little bit earlier not noticed but referenced to a bit earlier Everything is okay. There's no drama and there's no super big excitement. Everything is okay. And then something happens. Something disrupts that balance. Sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's a not so good thing, but the the balance is disrupted. And then the hero gets the challenge to either, if it's something that is not too great, (laughs) it's to address that problem to find a solution, to get back to that balance. And if it's something that is really great, still to address it, to fully embrace it, and eventually come back to that balance. So that uh, the, the hero journey is always about, well, from Joseph, Joseph Campbell's uh, point of view, the hero engage in that journey on a constant basis. So one either problem after the other, or one, um, I I should say, maybe satisfaction or one gift or one surprise after the other. It it doesn't have to be always problem or always uh, uh, gifts. It can alternate, but the hero engages in that. And it's that engagement that makes him uh, her or it feel alive and it's the the what joseph campbell came up with is seeing or analyzing a bunch like literally hundreds and hundreds of stories of novels of uh, uh you know uh in the in the the bible in the kids stories in movies he noticed that the more the the hero engaged in that journey, the more he was rewarded, or yeah, the more he he would feel alive by engaging in that journey. So Joseph Campbell came up with the idea that what we really want, what we are really looking for, is the feeling, or is the the, the feeling of. The, the, uh, uh, the feeling of the feeling, <laughs> it's to feel the rapture of being alive. So the rapture is an overwhelming joy of understanding, of uh, noticing and embracing the concept of being alive. So we feel, we want to get that feeling. We want to feel we want, uh, yeah, we want to feel alive and to bring our level of aliveness as high as possible. Obviously, it's not uh, well. It's really hard to keep it constant. So always feeling alive uh, at uh, you know eighty-five or ninety percent, and then you know oscillating between eighty-five and ninety-five percent at all time. It's really difficult. Well, I wouldn't say really difficult, but it's uh, it's definitely not easy because it takes, as Joseph Campbell uh, is sharing with us with the hero journey, it, it takes enormous amount of investment, personal investment in every aspect of our lives. So being 100% all the time is is quite the challenge. And I want to focus on something right now, is that being 100% all the time, it's not about effort. We don't need, well, being 100% should not require an effort. So being 100%, feeling 100% alive, or being 100% happy, or being 100% angry should not require an effort. Therefore, it should not be exhausting. It can feel like you know. Well, if I'm a hundred percent, if I feel a hundred percent alive, a hundred percent of the time, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be exhausted, and then I'm not gonna feel a hundred percent alive. But feeling, investing yourself, and feeling a hundred percent of something does not require any effort. So the uh, we'll see uh, we'll cover that concept a little bit later on, but I wanted to put that out there because usually when I, I talk about this subject with others, the first reaction that I get is like, well, I don't know if I want to be a hundred percent of something a hundred percent of the time, <laughs> because it it feels overwhelming. Like let's say you when when you see somebody that is really, really passionate The first few minutes, it's great. But then if the passion like it's always at the top, at the top, at the top and you're not quite there, it can definitely be overwhelming to have that level of passion or enthusiasm or joy or happiness or uh, uh, shown to us like on a constant basis, on a constant, uh, on a consistent basis. So, yes, it can be overwhelming when we see it outside of ourselves, because it challenges us to level up, maybe not to that level, but to get a little more, a few more points and to feel more alive. So it's, it's destabilizing to see someone that kind of masters that aspect really good. And again, maybe it's for only one aspect of their lives, it's circumstantial, <laughs> it's, uh, it's subjective, and it's, it's something that that person needs to invest in on a constant basis to keep it at that level. But just keep in mind for now that it does not require effort. And you'll see, you'll understand why when uh, when we get to that point. Right now, to understand what feeling alive or that level of aliveness Keep in mind that the with Joseph Campbell's uh, perspective, the hero's journey, the hero engage in that journey to feel the rapture of being alive. So if the hero gets uh, confronted or gets presented, either confronted with a problem, a problematic situation, or gets presented with an opportunity and decides not to take part of it, then two things happen. One, there's no story. <laughs> if uh, any time that we decide not to engage in what is presented to us, then there's nothing to tell. There's no story. There's no, uh, you know, there's no hero's journey. And what happens is that the hero doesn't feel well. That uh, few, those few elements, do not support his level of aliveness so what we can learn from that is through the hero's journey if we well if the hero passes on the first opportunity and then passes on the first the 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 next problem and then passes on the next one and then passes on the next one it make it would make for a really boring novel let's say or a really boring movie so it's the same thing for us. If we keep passing up uh, on opportunities, or on problems, or on uh, help that is um, uh, asked of us, or uh, opportunities that we can help others, if we keep on passing on everything, then the level of aliveness that we that we can uh, that we can nurture will be much lower. So the, 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 the big, uh, how can I say, <clears throat> the lesson in this is that to feel alive, to level up our, our percentage, let's say, of aliveness, we need to engage in stuff, in opportunities, in problems, in <laughs> solutions, in anything. But we need to engage, we need to invest ourselves to feel alive the same thing as you're doing right now, whether it's live, whether you you're uh, listening to the replay, you're investing yourself into learning something. So what I'm saying right now generates like it makes you react, it generates emotional reactions in yourself, whether you're really vibrating and resonating with what I'm saying, or you're, you're thinking, it makes you angry, and you're thinking that I'm, that I'm completely off track (laughs) in both ways, you are uh, filled with emotions. So then the, the, your, your, your opportunity is to engage in those emotions, whatever, whatever they are to engage fully in them or to pass. You can watch this video very passively just to, you know, past the time and that's it. Or you can watch it really intentfully and intensely, <laughs> to learn from it, to be uh, to be provoked, to break that balance that you had just before clicking on that video. And my guess is that if you're watching a video like this one, you are in it to learn, to be destabilized, to be provoked, to be, um triggered maybe just so you can have open up your perspectives a little bit and grow a little bit from that so doing that this is part of your hero journey where you got presented everything was okay you got presented with an opportunity you embraced it and now you're living it so whatever you're feeling right now whatever the level of it you can bring it up a little higher and we'll see how we can do that or um yeah how we can do that but just before we'll see why we can do that so easily so oh i got a quick chat to check up Oh, it's Navi. Hey, Deanne. (laughs) So (laughs) everybody's welcoming Deanne. That's great. All right. So now we know what feeling alive is or means and that we can, we have the response, well, not, well, yeah, we have the responsibility or the opportunity to manage our level of aliveness by investing ourselves into whatever comes up in our lives. Keep in mind, as I shared at the beginning, everything that you want comes from emotions. Everything, as I shared here, everything you want is an internal state and it's directly linked with your emotions that you're going through on a daily basis. So I gave a few uh, examples It can be material stuff. It can be relationships. It can be, uh, you know, like success, fulfillment, love, happiness. Anything that you can think of that you want, that you desire, is based on an internal state, which is based on an emotion. So we all want, let's say, love to get love. You know, how do we recognize love? is by recognizing how we're feeling inside. And to recognize that, then we have to go a little bit deeper into our emotional state. So if it feels good, if I'm connected with someone and it feels good, I can recognize it as love. I can say, I connect with that person. I have a a good feeling inside. So I have love. I, I wanted love in my life. Now I have love. Check, done. <laughs> but it's based in emotions. We cannot, like, you know, relationships, it's always the uh, a little bit easier to understand. Uh, but it's not about wanting the person that's in front of you. It's wanting to feel a certain way because, uh, you know, uh, let's say, let's take relationships, if you had relationships in the past where you felt loved and that relationship for any reason didn't is not still going on today, then you know that it's not about the person. It's about the feeling that that person helped you generate inside of you. So today you can still feel loved, But even if that person, that specific person, is not in your life anymore. Same thing goes for material stuff. Maybe that uh, a big house makes you feel successful. But you can also feel successful without the big house. It doesn't mean that you need to be in your house to feel successful. And then when you leave your house and you get to uh, you know a party or you know a networking event then you you crumble down because you're you you don't have that big successful uh, that big house that screams success to show to everybody the success is inside of you it's a feeling it's based in emotions regardless of what you have outside of yourself and that's where we have to be careful to um not let the ego come into the equation too much. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a fan of, you know, uh, killing the ego or completely shoving it on the side. I think it is possible momentarily to have, to experience a state where there is no ego at all. I, I strongly believe that to always keep the ego outside of ourselves and outside of our lives, I I feel that's a really big challenge. (laughs) And the ego is helpful in many instances. But if we let the ego come in and start to identify our success or our happiness or our love with an outside um, element, then that's where... The, the, the trouble can start, uh, can start happening because to feel alive, I need the internal state. I need the emotional state to feel that emotion, to feel that aliveness. And the more I engage in those emotions, the more I can raise my level of, of aliveness. So... If I welcome the ego in the equation, and then the ego says, well, to really feel successful, you need a thousand, uh, maybe more than that. (laughs) You need a hundred thousand dollars in your bank account. When we do that, when we identify what we really want, one of our emotional states that we really want to an outside element, which... That's what the ego does. Then, when that happens, is that each time that we do not get that external element, that we don't have access to that element, we cannot feel the emotional state that we want. So, if we can't do that, then we cannot feel alive. We cannot raise our level of aliveness because we don't have something that is outside of us. And because it's something that is outside of us, then, as I shared many times before, we don't have any control over it. So (laughs) this means that our happiness, our love, our fulfillment, success, uh, joy, uh, you know, connection, whatever, it's left to chance. It's left to, you know, whatever happens outside of me And then when all the the stars align at the the right sequence or the right degree, then I can be happy. Then I can feel alive. Then I can invest in uh, my love or my relationship or my success. So you can see that if we leave it to outside elements, it's very uh, difficult to engage in that hero's journey at will, because we need to wait that everything outside is perfect, is aligned, and then I can uh, fully benefit from what I want. So it's important to keep it always as an internal state. That state can be supported by having external elements, you know, feeling loved. It's an internal state. I can have a relationship where I feel loved within the relationship. And if the person in the relationship goes away, then I don't have that support. But that, that does not mean that I cannot feel loved. So it, it's a good distinction to, to understand that you know when the ego steps in, it's all about outside stuff and everything has to be aligned for me to feel something. But when I recognize that it's all about an internal state, everything I want is based in an internal state, then I can create that state, I can generate that state whenever I want, and I can invest in it to feel more alive, to raise my level of aliveness. I hope that makes sense. (laughs) I hope that makes sense. Hey, Carly. (laughs) Thanks for being here, Carly. Really nice to uh, to see you on the on the live. So I will uh, I will invite you uh, now. Like you know, if you just uh, if you just walked in, then uh, yeah, I will invite you to recap uh, uh, from the beginning. Yeah, miss seeing you too, uh, Carly. Thank you for being here. That makes me happy. A lot of stuff makes me happy with the reconnecting with the. With people that I, I I love connecting, then that may, definitely makes me happy. All right, so yeah, I invite you to uh, recap from the beginning after the live because uh, we've covered a lot. As always, this probably seems like drinking from a, a fire hose, <laughs> but we're almost almost through. So quick recap: the idea that we we uh, how to feel alive or how, how to feel alive and how to feel uh, more, how to feel more alive or how to raise our level of aliveness is to focus on our emotions. The more we invest, the more we we jump into our emotions, the more we feel alive and all emotions are equal on that aspect to feel more alive. And the the idea is that we need to always aim for a hundred percent. And I add, whatever you are, be fully. And what I mean by that is that whenever we are, let's say, happy, be a hundred percent happy in that moment. Happy, well, all emotions, all emotions considered, happiness, anger, sadness, uh, you know, joy, enthusiasm, passion, uh, Uh, um, disappointment, frustration, whatever, all all the, the, the 20 groups of emotions that we saw in the last two weeks. So two weeks ago, we covered the 10 groups of negative emotions that we can use as action signals to get to a different state. That's what we talked about two weeks ago. Last week, we covered the 10 powerful emotions that we can Cultivate and generate at will to put us in a better state. Again, the state. <laughs> and this week, it's kind of the 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 third um, uh, the third aspect to link everything together is that when you feel a negative emotion, when a negative emotion comes up, feel it a hundred percent. If you decide to pass on feeling your anger what you're going to do it's twofold one it's not going to respect that emotion we'll see that in the uh, a little bit and two if you don't feel your emotion fully you're going to suppress it anger happiness joy uh you know frustration i always come back to the same five or six emotions but any emotions that we covered in the last two weeks when they come up or when you decide to cultivate and generate them, and you don't go full in, you don't fully live that emotion, then you're suppressing some part of it. And by suppressing your emotions, because feeling alive is based on the level that you invest in your emotions, then obviously, when you suppress them, you don't full you don't fully, feel, you don't feel fully alive. (laughs) So that's why I'm saying here to always aim for a hundred percent, not always be at a hundred percent. Ideally, it it can be done, but it's not about always being a hundred percent happy. It's when you're happy, be a hundred percent. When you're sad, be a hundred percent. When you're you're frustrated, be 100% because emotions come and go, emotions by definition, they are uh, elusive and temporary, then be that 100%. And when you're in it 100%, you're not uh, suppressing, you're not holding back, you're not holding in, you're in it 100%. And then the emotion will last much less, uh, will be much shorter, will last much less longer, much less long. anyway. (laughs) So, uh, and then the question might be, well, that's great for anger, but I don't want to be 100% happy and then uh, miss the opportunity or, you know, burn my happiness, happy moment, and then fall out of it too quickly. But, as we as we will see next week, next week, it's about creating happiness. Those happy moments are temporary by definition. So you have the opportunity to create another happy moment as soon as the previous one ends. The idea is to fully engage in that current happy moment to reap all the benefits from it. If you don't, you're going to miss the opportunity. And by, by not engaging hundred percent in your current emotion, as I shared, you're suppressing part of it. And then more and more suppressed emotions ends up being uh, physical ailments. And, you know, uh, if you, you know what I'm talking about, if you suppress anger for too long, then at one point, anger just bursts out in the most inappropriate moment, (laughs) because you can't control it, even if we have the feeling that sometimes we control our emotions, we're way off (laughs) when we think that. We can manage our emotions. One way to manage them is to deep dive in them when they come up to fully live that emotion, which makes us feel fully alive. And then when the next emotion comes up, we jump on that one, and we live that one fully until it goes down, and then we live the next one, and we live the next one. I got a couple of chats here. Oof, I'm, <laughs> I hope that you can feel my passion about this. <laughs> All right. Uh, David does make sense. Thank you. Thank you for confirming that, David. Uh, sometimes I, I, I have a lot of uh, stuff to share. I rarely respect the the hour that I set up, but uh, thank you. It's, uh, it's always good to know that what I'm blabbering about <laughs> finds uh, some types of meaning. All right. Carly, yes, I agree. My unhelpful tactic seems to try and shut out the world, noise, etc., but it's all resistance and ultimately suffering. Definitely, definitely. It can definitely lead to a bunch of other consequences. But the main one that we're covering today is that if we don't fully engage in the present moment, regardless of what the present moment brings, if we try to shut it off, then we limit our, uh, our level of aliveness. And as I shared before, it's... Um, Oh, as uh, Olivia is uh, stating, like it's a bit scary, it's a bit of a scary idea for the negative emotions to fully dive into them. Yeah, definitely. And that's where I was going with that is that uh, it can seem daunting or overwhelming to deep dive into anger. But know that your emotion, whether you live it fully now or not, there's a certain intensity for it up to it. And if you, let's say your your anger comes up, and you live it to, let's say sixty percent, it means that you're suppressing forty percent. That forty percent will come up later, somehow, somewhere. It will come up either as a uh, as a message, as a physical ailment, or uh, as you know, out of out of the blue, uh, you know, at some uh, in a, in a, uh, at some type of weird moment, but it will come out. the The emotion will not just die and disappear. If you deal with it, if you engage in it in sixty percent, the forty percent will stay somewhere in your body and will come out at a later point. So yes, it can be daunting to say like what what would it feel like to be angry at a hundred percent. It doesn't mean that the intensity of your anger will double. <laughs> it means that the anger that you're feeling right now, you're fully gonna use it. You're fully gonna live it. So it's not about uh, scoring your intensity of emotions. It's about what comes up at the moment to fill it, to to live it fully. <laughs> I, I I hope that uh, that makes sense a little bit. Uh, Davi, it's a bit like don't resist, accept the journey, isn't it? Yes, accept the. I would say accept the uh, the waves. You know, like it, uh, there's a um, uh, a surfing uh, metaphor saying like you 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 can't decide when the wave comes, but when it comes, make sure to ride it because if you don't, then you miss it. You, you cannot go back and say, oh, I'm gonna I change my mind. I'm gonna ride the wave. So. Be prepared, and when it comes, just completely dive in it and go a hundred percent in it. A hundred percent of what? A hundred percent of whatever comes up. As the surfing metaphor, if it's a small wave, practice you know uh, ride a small wave. If it's a big wave, ride a big wave. It doesn't the 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 wave doesn't change how you um, engage into it. It's the opposite. It's how you engage into the wave that's going to change what you get out of that wave. Uh, ooh, Carly, yes, Olivia, acceptance is quite difficult. Indeed. <laughs> to accept, to embrace, to go 100%. It's to, to write on that, uh, on that comment. It's much easier to accept when we live fully, when we are fully whatever we need to be at that moment because by being it, whatever it is, uh, fully, then there is a a good dose of acceptance. When we don't go, uh, uh, when we don't dive in fully, when we don't go 100%, then there's a part of the emotion that we're living that we're not accepting. Uh, Kali, my problem is if I'm not happy, Sad, mad, and even okay, neutral. Then it's bad. But I need to be okay with being okay. Definitely, Re- really good comment, uh, Carly. Really good insight that uh, that you're getting there. So, uh, as as a that's where I was going actually. That that's a great comment. A great segue is that to to kind uh, uh, of con- not confirm, but the wrap the idea of intensity. I can be happy 100%, and then the next moment it can be. It doesn't have to be like extreme emotions, you know, like really angry or uh, you know frustrated. I can be disappointed. Disappointed, as uh, we saw two weeks ago, it's one of the the, the groups uh, of negative emotions, which is less. I can be really disappointed, but it's less intense as anger. But once I dealt with my anger, maybe the next emotion is going to be disappointment. I can be fully disappointed in that moment and then let it go and be fully okay, fully content in the next moment. And then I can be fully happy in the next one. And then I can be fully sad in the next one. Uh, Mm -hmm. I I hope that you're, I know that you're getting it (laughs) for sure. I hope that you're you're embracing that concept, that it's not about being 100% intense every every moment that you go through. It's to be 100% of whatever comes up, whatever presents itself, when it does. So you can be, as Carly said, being okay with being okay, that's great. If you accept or not, if when you accept being okay, then you're embracing it and you're okay 100%. You can be uh, uh, embracing okayness, whatever that's a word or not, uh, can be really rewarding. Embracing 100% of your sadness, 100% of your grief, 100% of your joy, 100% of your passion, when it shows up, can be deeply uh, liberating because you're not holding anything back. And when you're, you're not holding anything back and you're fully engaging, that's when you're going to feel really, really alive. That's how... With the the hero's journey, that's when we engage fully in the journey. That's when we feel the most alive. So, <clears throat> I, I I know that it makes sense, and I know that you're getting it. <laughs> Sometimes I get like all riled up into it, and I uh, yeah, I'm passionate. That that's my passion. That's my me embracing my a hundred percent in those moments. <laughs> Although I might not embrace it a hundred percent because I still need to check in and justify uh, or explain what I, what I say, but you know what I mean. Talking about the <clears throat> emotions. I don't know if you can hear Queenie, but uh, she's snoring like a trucker in the background. <laughs> it's always a, a pleasure, uh, A little pleasure of mine to listen to her knowing that because she's completely embracing her feeling of security, of love, of, uh, you know, everything is okay, then she can let go and be uh, herself totally. So I love that. All right. And to wrap it up in hopefully a few minutes, (laughs) it's... uh, How, well, how do we do that, like, ultimately, how, like, a a specific approach or method to do that? Well, it's been a while since I I brought this up, but the the sadhana approach, which by now you probably know really well, the sadhana approach is always about how you can engage in certain aspects of your life. It's not going to tell you what to do, where to go. It's how to engage into it. <clears throat> and what we're talking about today feeling alive is with the the, uh, the orange one, the element of emotions because feeling alive is all about uh, living your emotions. And as you can see here, I don't know if you can see probably here the the path that the sadhana approach, suggests us is the path of self-respect. And mostly when we respect ourselves, mostly we respect what we are in the present moment. And what we are is our emotional state. So you see how it's all coming together. <laughs> I've, I've been all over the place for the last hour, but now it's all coming together. When we talk about <clears throat> our self-respect, respecting our self with a big S, it mostly means respecting what and who we are in the present moment. So who we are is more of the, on an identity level, what we are. Am I, no, I am happy. I am hang, hangry. Maybe I am hangry. <laughs> I am, uh, you know, sad. I am, Successful, I am fulfilled, I am loved. What I am in the present moment, the more I respect it, the more I embrace it, then I don't suppress it. And because it's mostly, or I would say largely based on emotional states, well, by respecting whatever comes up, whatever is there in the present moment, and by letting it uh, fully express itself, then that's the the ultimate benefit or the immediate benefit of that is feeling more alive. Alive is not, uh, as I shared at the beginning, for me, for years, alive meant positive and healthy, but I didn't associate it with negative, somewhat negative emotions like sadness. When I was sad, for me, well, 15 years ago, being sad was not healthy, was not, as Carly said, it was not okay. But now I understand that being sad, when sadness comes, when sadness happens, being fully sad in that moment and crying if I need to, or just taking a moment, or as I like to say, sit in it to fully feel the moment, to fully feel the emotion, then that makes me feel alive. During the sadness, And after it, I feel fully alive, I feel present, I feel respected by myself, and I feel that I respect myself fully. And ultimately, as uh, Olivia pointed out, it's about accepting whatever comes up and fully living it. All right. Uh, All right. it must be exhausting for someone who deals with bipolar or have mood disorders to be a hundred percent my quick take on that and that that is uh, more of a um uh i'm trying to remember the 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 author that uh, the the psycho psychologist or psychotherapist that came up with that i'm i'm not sure if it's carl jung or something like that but uh um <clears throat> in, in that around that time, uh, the idea that was it, I think it's true NLP, but anyway, uh, the the concept is that some somebody that is bipolar or with mood disorders is that the person, because they don't live fully those emotions, it keeps switching. It's like, their emotional, internal emotional state, their self, their soul is trying to, you know, when when you're trying to get the attention of someone and you flip the light switch on, off, on, off, on, off, then that's the the equivalent in somebody that has either bipolar uh, or uh, uh, bipolar tendencies or uh, mood disorders is that, the, the brain is sending the signal like take, you know, take notice, take notice, take notice. And the the one of the the, the type of therapies for mood disorders or bipolars is to explore, fully explore those extremes. So when they do happen, they're going to be lessened because the person will know how to um how to fully live each moment. It's like the, uh, uh, to, to, to give a little bit of a visual bipolar um, tendencies or mood disorders. It's like the, when you see the, 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 in the kids' movies, the dog with the squirrels. So, you know, the dog is in the present moment living some type of feeling. And then there's a squirrel that runs by, and the dog's like, ah, squirrels and Phew, shoots on the other one. And then while running after that squirrel, there's another squirrel that goes by and then squirrel and changing direction. So because even if the, in that instance, the dog is fully in the present moment with one squirrel and then one with another one, because it's jumping uh, <clears throat> from one to the next and it's, it's dependent of what happens outside, like we talked earlier, then it, it's not in, um, in, in a, a a full emotional, not full emotional state, but it's not in, in a, in a present moment where it's fully enjoying and embracing and accepting its current emotional state. So when we, uh, when when someone has <clears throat> bipolar tendencies or mood disorders one of the therapies is to explore anger and then sadness and then uh, happiness and then joy and then you know uh, enthusiasm and then uh, frustration but one at a time so the the brain learns that it doesn't have to flip the switch constantly to get the attention of ultimately of the soul, but of the person. So that might be uh, don't don't quote me on that. <laughs> That's what I, I I have understood from uh, past readings and studies. But uh, it does it definitely makes sense to me. And on a total biology level, the the idea that there is a, an emotional overload is that the the person needs to be more attentive on each piece of the puzzle. You know, somebody with mood disorders, usually they'll they'll describe it as if they visualize uh, what they're feeling, it's like a a puzzle that's not that's a have like thousands of pieces that are not fitting together. so the the idea, the uh, uh, one of the, The the meaning, the message when we have mood disorders is that we're overwhelmed by pieces of emotions and we try to connect the dot, but there's no dot to connect because it's all individual pieces. So the idea is to take a time, take the time to embrace and live fully each piece. And then we realize that it's not one full puzzle where the pieces don't fit together, it's all smaller puzzles. So happiness is a puzzle, anger is a puzzle, frustration is a puzzle, and, and a puzzle, another one, another one, another one, and then those pieces fit together. Anyway, I don't want to go <laughs> too deep in that. That's a great, uh, a great uh, comment, uh, Carly. Thank you for bringing that up. But as you can see, uh, <laughs> whenever something new is brought up. I can go uh, quite the deeper into that, Davi. Thank you for being there. Uh, Davi is noting. Sorry, I have to go. I'll, ha- I'll catch up with the rest of the chat later. Thanks a lot, Ian. Have a good one, everyone. Thank you, Davi, for uh, jumping in at least for a good hour, and then uh, definitely uh, come back for the uh, for the the wrap up. Carly, like an internal struggle to address, get the attention these highs and lows. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. The, the uh, It's like, um, well, the best way I can uh, describe it, it's like the light switch, you know, light and dark, so highs and lows, and it keeps switching to attract the attention, saying like, notice the light, notice the dark, notice the light, notice the dark. Obviously, by doing that, <laughs> it kind of contributes to the anxiety and the the, the problem. But that's one of the, the message that uh, the the body is sending us when we have either like to the extreme mood disorders or bipolar tendencies, but it's, uh, it's definitely um, uh, one of the main message is because it goes so fast up and down is to slow down and focus on the highs, focus on the lows. And what happens usually is when somebody is... Uh, uh, bipolar or mood disorders or whatever, what we try to tell them is to, uh, you know, go through the lows as quickly as possible. Like they will pass, like just hang on there and, uh, then try to embrace the, try to hold on to the the good moments. But then what, by doing that, what we're doing is that we're trying to control the high moments, the high notes, and we're trying to push away the low notes which in both circumstances suppress part of the emotion and ultimately makes us feel less alive. So it's the complete opposite that we need to do, that we need to, to help uh, we need to do ourselves or help others, is to embrace both. So by embracing both, we know we get secure, We get more security in going high and going low. So then, the next time, the more secure we are, the next time, the less uh, it's gonna lessen each one because the anxiety is gonna be taken out of it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> D- deep diagnosis that, you know <laughs> take as uh, as much as you want from it, but uh, yeah, definitely. the The main message, that's what it that's what it says, And it links really well with the subject of today is that the more we embrace whatever we're feeling, the ups and the lows, oh, I got the uh, <laughs> queenies like, it's time to feed me now. <laughs> so the more we embrace the highs and the lows, however they show up, whenever they show up, that's one, how we really feel alive, and two, how we accept and respect ourselves the the most when we go deep into whatever is happening in the present moment that's where we reap the uh, the maximum of benefits all right i hope that this all made sense (laughs) thank you for uh chatting for your comments for your questions i really appreciate that it always uh, uh enriches enriches makes the conversation more rich so if you're watching that in a replay then put your comments, your questions below in the comment section, and we can interact on on that a little more. All right, Carly, yes, thank you to you too. (laughs) Thank you, Olivia, Deanne, Davi for your comments and your questions. Thank you, Olivia, great episode, Ian, as always. Thank you, I appreciate that. And if you want, uh, if you have more questions, put them in the comments or send me something more personal, send me a message uh, directly. And uh, as always, uh, you can probably see in the chat or in the top of the comment section, if you want to support the the chit show, you can uh, donate uh, with uh, buy me a coffee, which in my case is buy me a matcha latte. <laughs> always appreciated. I, I also, if you feel that Somebody needs to hear that message. Share that uh, this video, like, comment, and uh, yes, Olivia, good uh, producing, Queenie. Now she's telling me that it's uh, it's time to it's time to cut it off. <laughs> she had enough. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna respect uh, Queenie's wishes, and I'm gonna go feed her. Thank you for everybody for your your your. Questions, comments, and your, your, um, your personal investment into your own uh, inner peace. I will see you next week, same place, same time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, for another episode of The Chit Show, where we consciously deepen our inner peace. Next week, we're going to cover how to create happiness. That's another really good subject that I like to talk about. So I invite you to have a great week and be there next week. Deanne, hi, everyone. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, Deanne. Always a pleasure. Take good care of yourselves, and I will see you next week. Namaste, my friends.